0: Squarespace offers websites, online stores, marketing tools, and analytics. Basically, anything and everything you need to create an online business or website.
1: hmm Squarespace has so much to offer, I can't recommend this platform enough. Not only do they have options to personalize your website by adding ad videos and social media accounts, they also have helpful blogging tools, analytics, and email campaigns to help grow and engage your audience. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready
0: to launch, go to squarespacecom onion to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
2: Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster baby. You're my pearl.
1: Dom! William! Here we are! How's it going? Fantastic! Now, can we just do a little uh, top-to-toe thing? Because you're wearing probably the best trainers I've seen you wear, certainly in the last three to four years. These were a present, so I didn't choose them myself, which is probably why they're so uh, attractive. What was it, your stylish wife? It was my wife and son. Brilliant! Great colours. Do you very, like them? Very cool. You, I'd let you borrow them, but you get bigger feet than me. Slightly bigger feet, but your cool meter has gone up. I'd say at least seventeen percent. I like the trousers. They look like moleskin. Are they? They feel really good upon your buttocks. Yeah. You're still working on your buttocks. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm working hard. Actually, done mm. yeah. Squats, squats, lunges, step ups, step downs. Step to the side. Well, so lots of stepping, stepamatic
1: stuff. If you want, yeah, if you want to get your buttocks bigger, you have to move your legs here. Also, a high-fat diet. So, could I recommend maybe putting some, you know, butter or lard on your pizza? I don't mind that. Stirring some uh, duck fat into your pasta. Something like that. Is that good for your butt? Well, for some people, yeah. When they retain fat, yeah. they retain it in certain areas, ladies classically retain their fat more around the thigh and buttock area men around the santa belly area
0: which is, is is an indicator of a bad healthstone.
1: i'm a little uh predisposed to that too my wonderful father has has been fashioning a, fa- a santa belly and he looks pretty good with it your dad always looks fantastic before we bring in our guests i have yeah. one question that i wanted to ask you because this might not be something that we answer Today, this might be an ongoing thing for people at home to think about, and for you and I to think about. But I saw this thing online. I thought this is a great question to ask Billy. The Fellowship, oh, actually, the Two Towers trilogy. No, Two Towers trilogy. There's only one Two Towers. I'm I'm drunk on Red Bull. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, yeah, has a PG-13 rating in the United States. Yeah, that means that in each. Of the movies you can have one swear word where would you put that swear word are you really yeah for instance in the fellowship of the ring I could say fucking Buckleberry Ferry follow me (laughs) and you could get it past the censors but wouldn't that be brilliant so we're I I want to ask people at home where is the best place in each movie because Gandalf could go fucking fool of a tuck. Do so I mean? Or before,
0: like when I know the skeleton, I could go, Oh, I'm really fucking sorry, Gandalf.
1: <laughs> oh god. It's really the gift that keeps on giving, right? Oh, Sean, let's look at of in the minds of Mora. They have a fucking cave troll. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, the best one that I've thought about to now in um Return of the King and send in your suggestions if you have any. But fucking Aragon, my friends. You fucking bow to know <laughs> <laughs> one. Oh so, sending your suggestions. Yeah, where would you put the swear words? It's in, it's one. What in the each only movie. allowed one?
0: Now, what if you said, like, say, for instance, Sean Bean in in the Mines of Moria? When you say one, could he say, "I've got a motherfucking cave troll"? <laughs> I think. So. I think he is can. that one one? Yeah, is mother
1: that, motherfucker is uh, is one swear word, right? Right, okay. But then that's it for the rest of the movie. That's it. Any, anytime anybody else wanted to swear, no. No. So when, when Frodo and Gandalf are having a little moment in the minds of Moria and Frodo says, there's someone following us, Gandalf could not then say, no. It's fucking Gollum. We've already <laughs> had it. He's been following us for fucking days. And then Return
0: of the King all the way through, four and a half hours, no swear words, right up till Sam comes
1: home. I'm fucking home! (laughs) It's the gift that keeps on giving. Aragorn running into the final battle for fucking Frodo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, should we bring our guest in? We're very excited. Let's have a song before we do that. Oh, come on, let's do a song. Love exciting in you,
0: come aboard. We're expecting you. What's that from, Dom? don't
1: know. it's The that... Love Boat. Oh, The Love Boat. Soon we'll be making another run or something like that. I, honestly, I never really watched The Love Boat, but pitch it to me. It's people isolated Doug. on boats. Kissing and hugging each other—is that what's You've going on? You've
0: never seen the love never boat. The have love you boat?
1: seen? Um, Nowadays, it'd be called like the Sex Cruise or something. But, but, it? Have you seen Fantasy Island? No. Is that the plane? The plane? Yeah. No, never saw. Well, it. they're both
0: basically the same show, certain different things. So Isolated
1: the parts love of the boat. world.
0: They're on a boat. The love boat. Yeah. And you know, you get to know the captain. Cappy. The the guy who helps people out. Chef. The lady who welcomes. Hostess. Another guy who helps out, but not as much. He likes to hide in the toilet. Is it? Why? Does, does he have uh, Irritable Bowel Syndrome? He's just having a break.
2: Okay. But
0: all these people invite people on every week, different people, and they're all looking for love, dog. Love. And they might find it in the most unusual places.
1: Oh, well, you sometimes do orifices and stuff is that what you mean so basically that was the love boat but the reason I'm singing it the love boat I remember that bit very 70s right Fantasy
0: Island the same sort of thing you get to know the guy who owns the island
1: the owner the <laughs> little guy who helps him out the plane different fr- that friend. Guy. And is no, he scared of planes? Is that what it is? No,
0: but the plane comes every week with new people. Who have diff- they have ideas for different adventures on Fantasy Island. And whatever your fantasy is, you want to be the CEO of a huge company yeah. or you want to be the hero in your own story. Well, we all are. You'd like to be the lady who invented um, penicillin. Tights. Oh, yeah, penicillin.
1: <laughs> Tights, yeah. Or penicillin. both Both helpful. <laughs> <laughs> you get to do that. Is that but, Alexander Fleming that but invented through, through <laughs> <laughs>
0: what tights. Tights, yeah. <laughs> was it?
1: I he was Fle- Scottish,
0: you know. Was he? The, everybody the guy who invented who, tights? Everybody who invented anything of any use was Scottish. The
1: telephone. What was the name of the guy who invented the telephone? Alexander Bell. He's Scottish, really. Scottish. Tarmac. Tarmac. Tarmac as, as they call it here. Asphalt. Yeah, that he was Scottish. Uh, waterproof uh, waterproof uh, clothing
0: Scottish
1: Scottish Scottish. the fridge freezer Scottish you wouldn't have thought you'd need that in Scotland he did it by accident he's trying to heat himself
0: up and if you have noticed the back of a fridge is hot
2: true
1: he he accidentally uh, made a fridge by trying to heat himself up wow so he's he's an accidental genius yeah, he put a heater behind the box, and the inside of the box got really cold. So he kept his eggs in there. Wow. Well, here's another thing. Yeah. Why are we keeping our eggs in the fridge? Chickens uh, don't. Only in America. Chickens don't keep their eggs in the fridge. In Britain, you don't need to. No. Well, you don't. No, you don't need to in America. sure. No, you do. Why? Because they're they're looked they're looked after in
0: different ways. The chickens. Um, no, the eggs. Whatever they do, to the eggs over here. Yeah.
1: Before they go to like Ralph's or Vaughn's or wherever, those are supermarkets in the United States for people. Um,
0: before the they go there, they, they do something it. to them. All right? They they wave something over them, a light or something, something. Right? Ultraviolet or something. And after you do that to an egg you have to keep it in the fridge. In Britain, they it don't It sounds leave. like
1: you're making it up, honestly. No. It sounds like you're making that
0: up. I've looked that up, but I just scanned the article. Right. So it's <laughs> absolutely true,
1: but I don't know what it is America does that Britain doesn't. Have you seen that moment where they check, they scan the eggs to see if there's a baby chicken inside or if there's not a baby chicken inside? Have you seen, seen that? that it's no. a light and they sweep a light over it. And if there's a, Baby chick yeah. inside, it glows orange, and if it's just an egg inside, it doesn't. that's Well, that, that shouldn't
0: be because it's unfertilized, is not it?
1: Yeah, but sometimes the cock, eh, can uh, get in there. The it gets in, among, in amongst the, the chickens. Cockerel. The rooster. cockerel gets in amongst the chickens. Do you know the difference between a rooster and a cockerel? Mm-hmm. Go on. The it's nothing to do with types, is it? <laughs> no, it's it's just kind of. spelling. It's, it, it's, it's just a spelling. different word, yeah. but they're exactly the same, same thing. Same thing. Um. All right, well, that's everything that Scotland's invented. Do you know the first ever railway on the planet was in Manchester, England? Where did it go from and to? just went town centre to a mill, I think, because it's cotton industry, so I think maybe some sort of textile mill. Mm-hmm. But yeah, first ever railway on the planet was in Manchester, which revolutionised the planet. Mm-hmm. Incredible. The first time someone tried to make a railroad, they thought...
0: The 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 the, <laughs> the wheels <laughs> and the railway track would
1: have to be like cogs. Oh right. Like for um, it to stay on. Not serrated, what do you call that? With that, a zip? With a cog. Yeah. Like cogs. Cogged. Oh, cogged. Uh, cogged. Don't
0: think that's but cogged. you don't need that because the, the weight way the, the way the train holds on. Mm. So there you are. So maybe that was a guy in Manchester that did that. Should we bring in our guest? Let's yeah, because introduce. it's a happy and it's a guest about love, which is why I sang the love boat. The, the love, love boat. Monday, so Tuesday, Tuesday, love
1: boat. No, Tuesday, Wednesday, love boat. Wednesday, love boat. boat. But um, he's, he's not from the love boat, but he's from somewhere else where people have found love. Oh, well, I can see the tie in there. So we're bringing in our friend. We were actually on our friend Nick's podcast. I don't know, a few a few months back now, Nick Vile. Yep. And um, it was a great, we had a great time talking about us launching our podcast and asking him about... And we virtually
0: launched it on the Vile Files.
1: Yeah. Which is is Nick's Nick's uh, podcast. Um, Well, let's bring Nick in and then we can ask Nick a whole bunch of things. Nick, if you're listening.
0: Hi, Nick. Do you want to come in? Come on. It's good. We've kept a chair for you. It's good, Nick. We'll
1: move around so you feel more comfortable. It's a little salty,
0: a little malty. It's Marmite.
1: If there's anyone from Marmite who wants Billy and I to um, do the commercials and promote the uh, product or even just send us some stuff, there's some amazing Marmite t-shirts out there. Please send them to us because we'll wear them on the podcast and you'll get free advertising. Yeah, but if you want us to write the next jingle, we'll do that. I'll do it. I love Marmite now. Yeah, I've loved marmite for like a good thirty years, but Billy's new to marmite, and it's turned into one of your favourite new discoveries, hasn't
0: it? I'll tell you somebody who's got no idea what marmite
1: is. Nick. Nick Vile. No idea. Nick, do, should we tell you? Should we pitch you marmite? See if oh, you I like I think you it. feel like
2: you just did.
1: Well, I did, but I don't know if we were. I don't know if we were rolling at that point. Maybe we were. Um, but it's it's well, it's um, eaten primarily by students in all over Britain because it is a relatively cheap spread, savoury spread. They they tend to put on toast or beans on toast or stir it into your um, sauces or your gravies to make it a little bit more tasty. It's a classic, probably the classic student food, isn't it? And it's dark, dark, thick.
0: Black as night. And it's very, very strong. Mm. It's a very strong flavour. People either love it or hate mm. it. We're mm. going to get you a
1: tub. Yeah. As tub. a gift. I don't oh. think tub would be what the Would correct. you call that? I would then? say jar. It's a jar.
2: jar yeah. tub, tub, do, we think tub is more plasticky. Is it? I, I guess. So. Also, it sounds like there might be like a, it would require a whole truck to deliver it. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, you can get oh. them like that big or you can get whoppers. Okay. I get,
1: I get whoppers. But my all-time favorite sandwich, stick with me here, Nick. Brown bread, English butter, mature English cheddar, slices of green apple, rocket, I think you guys call it arugula. Arugula. Arugula, marmite, crisps, the
2: other bread. That flavor, is a-
1: Flavor of crisps, Tom?
2: A very, well, it's, it's a it, very intimidating sandwich.
1: It's a bit intimidating. I would say top of the list for the flavor of crisps, salt and vinegar. Number <sighs> two, jalapeno. Number three, cheese and onion. I would it's, have
0: said salt and vinegar. Yeah. I I got it's an bread.
1: intense, intense sandwich. I said to Billy the other day, it's a type of sandwich where if you have two or three bites, I need to put it down and say, right. Give me a minute. Let me let me just process that because it's it's a complicated set of flavors, but fuck me, it's good. Mate.
2: We'll bring you. We'll bring uh, you, Marmite. We uh, really will. I I, I I hope so. I'll I'll have to. I'll take your word for it. Cause actually, I've I've thought about you, Dominic, a lot Nick. since our last podcast. Just Hold on. Wait a minute. Well, Sorry, Billy. But watching, well, when we talked, when you were on my show. The, you you talked about your love for animals and your yeah. backyard and mm. and how animals are, are speaking languages we can't possibly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I had a my dog Jeff when I had you your guys dogs wrong. called Jeff. His name's Jeff. Brilliant. Yeah.
1: I like you a lot more Nick. Ah, uh,
2: thanks. Yeah. And and since I, and I got Jeff in June, July. Jeff in June. And uh, <laughs> July. I got. Uh, a small backyard, but very private, kind of a sanctuary type of area. And, and I, I, will, I, pay attention to Jeff as he kind of reacts to certain things. Yeah. And my first reaction is like, what, 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 what the fuck are you barking at? Mm. And I think of you because I realize that there are things going on that I can't see. Absolutely. I mean, Billy he, has a dog as And he's barking at like little rodents or whatever. Absolutely. You know, and, and I always a think, smell from yeah. two.
1: He's like, you know, yeah, three quarters of a mile away. A squirrel climbed a tree and that wind took 30 seconds to get to your dog or Billy's yeah. dog. And they'll go, squirrel. Yeah. And then they'll go. And we don't know. We don't know. We don't sir. know. And
0: I've done this scientifically because I've got a dog, Bobby, Bobby Johnson, and I have scientifically farted very close have to you him. you scientifically farted? You, you do it with a pen and paper. yeah. Uh, yeah. Work it out with a pencil. Yeah, the calculator. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll gradually go further and further away, and I can get to the end of Main Street, and Bobby will still notice that far.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. So anyway, also, I think of you every yeah, time. Yeah, man. I mean, look, we're, we're all animals. We're all in the animal kingdom. We have, through our evolution as humans, kind of pulled ourselves further and further away from the connection to all these other animals, but certainly dogs and cats and squirrels and snakes and spiders, they are much more connected to each other for good reason because some of these animals can kill the other animals and some of them are food and some of them are prey. So the frequency that your dogs have in their ears to listen to other dogs or to listen for squirrels or to listen for snakes or all that kind of stuff is way more heightened than humans would be. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Jeff likes
2: horses. Uh-huh. Anytime they're on TV. He's a big fan of the show called Yellowstone. Are you familiar with it? Oh, yeah, my friend yeah. hassie
1: Harrison is on that. Okay, is yeah. that Kevin Costner as well? Yes,
2: yeah. Dances with wolves. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. But what it's amazing, amazing how say. he likes, he loves horses.
1: Who, Kev? Jeff. Oh, Jeff, yeah. yeah.
2: Kev, Kev is like also a good dog's I bet dog Kev does. But
1: there's n- it's not every single dog that recognizes a TV, is it? Like I don't Some know. do and it's, some do. He's dog. my first dog, so I'm, I'm… Currently. No, it's good. But does your dog watch the telly? No, it doesn't. Does it doesn't like does the he TV. he recognize the telly as no. a thing? No. See? It yeah, doesn't yeah.
0: matter what's going on in the TV. It, it It's as if it doesn't exist. You could oh. have dogs on barking in They're a park. Mark.
2: Yeah, you see? There oh, you Jeff, Jeff responds to the TV as soon as it's on. That's
1: amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder what that is about. But that's great. I have a friend called Jamie Wozni who does a whole bunch of things in L.A. But one of the things that she does in L.A. is she does an animal communication course so if you're wanting to try and have more of a profound relationship with Jeff or any animal she'll take you through this course of trying to have you understand how to connect a little closer with those animals it's fun have you taken the course yeah yeah it was really fun I've got a friend doing it right now actually interesting Uh, hello Chelsea Well, should we talk about... um, (laughs) (laughs) And other places in New York. Yeah, that wasn't the borough in New York and London. That was my friend Chelsea who lives in Costa Rica who's taking an animal communication course. Unlike other restrictive diets or workout programs, Noon Weight uses psychology to empower you with the practical knowledge and skills you need to build smarter, more sustainable long-term habits and behaviours. Noon isn't like other trendy
0: diets. It actually helps you get to a healthier you. Which is why I love using it. Noom allows it to be about the process with ups and downs. I hate a diet when I feel like I can't eat anything. But Noom actually educates
1: me on how to be healthy to help me reach my goals. You're the boss. You decide how Noom Weight fits into your life, not the other way around. 5, 10, or 15 minutes a day. How much time do you want to spend on the app is entirely up to you. Dom, more than
0: 60% of users lose 5% or more body weight by 16 weeks. Wow. And more than 60% of users engaged with the program keep the weight
1: off for over a year or more. That's amazing. Noom is driven by a singular mission to help as many people as possible live healthier lives through behavioral changes. They use the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good. And through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching, their platform has helped millions of users meet their personal health and wellness Sign up for your trial and get psychology-based
0: support and motivation to reach your goal at noom.com slash onion. That's noom.com slash
1: onion to sign up for your free trial. Billy, you know I love cereal. I like to eat cereal, not just for breakfast. Sometimes I like it as a little snack after my workout. Sometimes I like it when I'm watching a film and we're all trying to eat better, especially now in the new year. But healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has amazing flavors you'll love, but without all the bad stuff. And it's amazing, as I said, as a midnight snack right before bed. Here's some facts, Dom. Zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14
0: grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving Build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted,
1: peanut butter, blueberries, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. They're all very delicious. They're oh. super yummy. So go to magicspoon.com slash onion to grab a custom bundle of cereal and start your new year off just right. And be sure to use our promo code ONION at the checkout to get $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's back with 100% happiness. Guarantee. so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked remember get your next delicious bowl of
0: guilt free cereal at magicspoon.com onion and use the code onion to save five dollars off thank you magic spoon for sponsoring this
1: episode we, we have maybe questions about maybe. the bachelor okay. would that we've be got, right? we've great. got Whatever. lots of questions about yeah. the bachelor because I'm be a honest. bachelor are you a bachelor currently
2: no Okay. are you
1: married no
2: I mean, so it depends on how you de- de- define Bachelor, but I am in a committed relationship. So, yeah, you're not a Bachelor, because no. Bachelor is a single man, no.
0: right? <clears throat> True. Now, maybe your dog is attracted to the TV because you're a TV personality.
2: I don't think he would respond. Well, he might respond to me on the TV. What
0: Do you think he would notice it was you? Oh,
2: it's a good question. Yeah, let's try it. Well, that. it's hard because he's so attentive to the TV in general. I wouldn't really know...
1: Yeah, well, it would be if, interesting yeah.
2: if I was gone and and Natalie, my girlfriend, put on a show that I was on.
1: You must keep the TV
2: on when you're out to, her, no. to have some company for him, no? He's kennel trained, so we'll put him away in his kennel. He cut, uh, he likes it. Okay. He goes, it, it depends, if we're gone for like extended periods of time, we'll put him in his kennel so it's more to keep him safe. I've been flirting with getting a dog, but I'm nowhere closer to uh, just flirting.
1: Uh, I never had a dog in my life. Billy's really, had grown up with dogs and had a bunch of dogs and I love I think my favorite dog ever is Bob. He's great dog. Yeah, I, Billy's dog. So I, it's
2: I, not to sound dramatic, but it's, gone. it's changed dramatic. my life. I got a tattoo of him right
0: here. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's right. see him. Uh, let's have a look, let's at, have a look at that.
2: Uh, it, well, he taught me the value uh, of being unconditionally liked, and how that's better than being unconditionally loved. Well, I'll talk about that. Extrapolate. Well, your mom unconditionally loves you. You know kidding, but Nobody she, but she still thinks you're an asshole sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I you suppose. know. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah, you know, when people say they unconditionally love you, it's almost like they almost have to, right? There's a sense of like um, responsibility, you know, like your sister, your sibling, and they've learned to appreciate you. But a dog unconditionally likes you. Like Jeff's the only living thing in this world that I've encountered that likes everything about me always likes you and that's a great feeling because i know that i i don't have like i have qualities that people don't like you know like even your girlfriend you're being annoying or what you know what i'm saying we we get on people's nerves and or maybe Jeff makes me feel like i can't i I never get on his nerves or maybe jeff
1: doesn't maybe the way that jeff shows that he's not really into you right now doesn't resonate in a way that feels like you're unliked maybe when Bobby or Jeff is a little bit like now I'm kind of done with this human they jump off your lap and go sit in their kennel and have a little half hour to themselves and you it's might just possible. think
2: that's great They're just it's having. A little time. I don't know why you want to ruin this for I'm me just, I'm
1: just putting it out there
2: uh, that that could be also it's, happening it's possible yeah uh, but it uh, I'll yeah be, he makes me feel that regardless of whether it's true or not and it's a nice feeling
1: That's a great thing. I do hear a lot of the times with people who have dogs that say, oh, the great thing about dogs is they're so selfless and they they love you and they're always happy to see you and they're always happy to do whatever you want to do, which seems to be the case. It's true with the owner or possibly the owner's significant other or family and stuff. But they don't do that with everyone. Do you know what I mean? The dogs? The dogs. They'll do… Dogs… Are actually very single-minded about about what they want to do. Like if you yeah. say sit, they'll probably
2: will do it for their owner. But if it's someone else saying sit, they're like, no, I'm not gonna sit for you. He's some. He often does it for me. Also, like for for me, it's like Jeff and I are very close. Nellie Nelly and I live together. My girlfriend, right? And she she's just an incredibly likable person. So I just I just I've accepted and I quite like what I like about her. Is is you know, again? She's very likable. So I I just feel like if it was like a one off, if people like weren't worried about feelings, everyone just likes her more than they like me, except yeah. for Jeff. That's like you and me, isn't it? Yeah, which yes. is really nice. Everyone like it's just like he me. he's we have a bond. Natalie, he likes Natalie. He loves Natalie. But Jeff and I are very close. And right. and Jeff's the only I think Jeff's the only person who would pick me over Natalie. Ah. Huh? Yeah, I think everyone would pick Billy over me. Except for Nick. Yeah, maybe you like me more than... uh, It's a close race. Well, let's wait until we get to I've thought about you more because of what you taught me. Thanks,
0: Nick. My dog dog definitely likes my wife more than me.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. If we're all sat watching a movie, Bobby's favorite position is to sit just to the left of Ali's thigh in a little blanket. Which is one of my favorite places to sit. I bet. He'll come and say hello to guests quite a lot, i.e. me. He'll come check me out. Yes. A little bit of hanging out for like 10, 15 minutes. See if you've got anything going on. Are you going to give me a stroke type thing? But when he really wants to settle down, yeah. he goes and hangs out next to Ali. And- I
0: love dogs. Always loved them. The only sad thing about a dog, and I don't want to bring this up just now because you've know, got I a tattoo and death. all that.
2: They don't know, last as long
0: as humans. And that is incredibly painful. So, it's I've already,
2: As soon as I got him, I, I started worrying about that. Because with I, I, I'm allergic to most dogs and uh, jeff's not uh hyperallergenic and so you know i've always liked dogs but as someone who's who has allergies to it's like most short-haired dogs mm, it's the dander I'm, I'm a little it's, bit like that yeah. too. and uh so you know i've learned to keep my distance and not cuddle with ah dogs, so he doesn't you know. sleep in your bed no jeff does no oh, he does. Okay. Well, I, well i wasn't sure because so i i spent most of my life just having boundaries with dogs because i didn't you know i wasn't sure how i would react sure. and um and then i i played with jeff's dad before Jeff was born it was kind of like can I will I have a reaction and I did it. and so yeah I had some boundaries. I was like oh Jeff will sleep was kind of on I'll we'll have some boundaries but now Jeff sleeps on my head sometimes lovely you know. and what type of doggy is Jeff he's an Australian copper dog oh well, he's like a golden doodle oh lovely lovely but uh, a more specific uh, he's a they're bred to be uh, therapy dogs apparently oh like he's a companion yeah, yeah companion dogs. yeah
1: right yeah. I remember Vigo wrote, the, I think some of my favorite work that Vigo ever does is, What are you laughing at?
0: <laughs> you laughing at? 80% your face. 20% what did I do with my face? It's just funny. Oh, thanks. And 20%, I hope you're going to tell this story that I think you're going to no, tell. No, I
1: don't think I am because this is actually a sad story. <laughs> I love, you can tell it though. I love Vigo as an actor. He's a brilliant photographer, Vigo, great painter. But I think my favorite medium that Vigo works in alongside acting is poetry. He's a really brilliant poet, Vigo Mortensen. And he wrote a poem about his dog having died. And he goes to pick up the ashes of his dog. And he talks about, I can't remember specifically, but he's like, you know, we used to run in the field and do this. I used to throw a stick for you and you used to chase after a bone and all this kind of stuff. And now you're a pile of dust in my hand and it was brilliantly realized that poem so yeah i guess we should all just kill ourselves (laughs) he also tells a story about that dog
0: where um he he was somewhere else when it died this dog (laughs) he was somewhere else when it died and he had to go and pick up its body from the vet to take it back to where they you know where they were from, and it was like a five-hour drive, taking it back to get it cremated to become ashes. Get back. So he picked up the dog, and it's in, like, a bag, obviously, and and he put it on the passenger seat, and he had this five-hour drive back home to where they were from, and he said he was speaking to it. This was in one of his books, this story. I read it, and he spoke to this dog all the way home, reminiscing about all the lovely times they had and all that getting ready for him to be cremated and when he got him home and took him out the bag it it wasn't his dog (laughs)
1: <laughs> the vet
0: had given him the wrong dog. Oh,
1: no. oh, that's terrible. Uh,
0: and that sick. dog had to listen to all those stories oh, that he wasn't involved in.
1: Because Vigo can bang on, can I he? tell you what. He can really bang on. That's a sad hours.
0: and funny story. It's, yeah,
1: it's poetic in itself. But it's, is that enough about dogs? Well, I well, could talk just about dogs very, all day. just very, funny. Hold finally. on. This is only tiny, but do you remember Elijah had a dog that in <laughs> in the, in the twi- Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. In the twilight of his years- the dog got kind of randy. Oh no! Oh yeah. What was that? What were you gonna say? I was going to say his dog likes to stare at the wall. Mm. It will sit three inches
0: away from the wall and just look at the wall.
2: Does, does he have a new dog
0: for hours? Mm. I don't know
1: if it's the same. I don't know if this is Randy dog. So like a Magna Doodle? No, that the Randy dog's dead. Tell me about the Randy dog. The Randy dog wasn't randy like horny for like a lot of his life, but in the final few years of its life, it got horny. That's like you. <laughs> yeah. And it would, it would like, you know, try and shag the cushions or shag their leg or whatever. And they would push it off and go, no, no, don't, don't do that. And as they pushed it off, it still had a, a couple of little like pelvic yeah. jerks going on All that it right, couldn't yeah. stop. So he said that they would like kick it off and go, stop that. And then it would walk off into the corner. And as it was walking off, it would be like, still try to get the last couple of jerks. <laughs> in, you
2: know? Jeff does that.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, great. <laughs> Even though it will be wet and chilly in most parts of the country, running will still be a huge part of people's lives trying to achieve their personal best. The Wool Dasher Mizzle, a weather-repellent performance running shoe, is the first shoe of its kind. It's sustainably made from natural materials with a low environmental impact on the planet. Fantastic shoes, Dom. And as you
0: say, sometimes you don't want to go out and do some running, but when you've got good shoes, it helps you out, I tell you that. And I tell you, Dom, I wear mine when I'm not running. I like to just wear them
1: just about town and looking good. Guys, they look fantastic. They're extremely comfortable. You feel great wearing them because they're good for the environment. I'm not a big runner myself. I know you run a little bit more than me. You say they're fantastic when you're running. They're great. I love them, Dom. They're just a a brilliant shoe and they look great as well. I I absolutely love mine.
0: I do. And uh, and also they look different. So you've got a kind of different looking shoe, which I like. You feel like, yeah, I'm being a bit of a rebel here. And also, Allbirds built the wool dasher mizzle using natural materials to have a low environmental impact. So you can break a sweat Without breaking the planet. This winter, keep your feet cosy and dry with the Allbirds Wool Dasher Mizzles. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com today. That's
1: A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Oh, Tom, that really makes me Ah, yes, the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Yeah, I love how Shopify has all the tools and the resources for all your businesses
0: to succeed from down the street to around the globe.
1: Yeah, your wife uses it, doesn't she, and loves it. For all of you who don't know, our very own The Friendship Onion website is powered by Shopify. Oh, yeah, we love it. Without it... All you lovely people would have no way of receiving our friendship onion merchandise. Like ours, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Shopify gains insights as you grow with detailed reporting of
0: conversion rates, profit margins, and all that stuff. It's really much more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash onion, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite
1: of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash onion right now. That's shopify.com slash onion. Well, let's let's talk about the Bachelor because I want to I want to ask Nick some questions. I have yeah a lot of stories. Were well, you what of season questions. of the Bachelor did you feature
2: in? Twenty one. Oh wow, that's the first one you're in. So you knew. Of, no, no, well, that's the, the season I was the Bachelor. Okay, so obviously you
1: knew about the show. You what? Do you have to be a fan of the show, watch it to get through the whole
2: casting thing? Mm, no, I mean I was familiar with it when I first went on, but well, my, you, my you fr- were. Already in the Bachelorette. Yeah, it's usually how you you get casted on the the Bachelorette. Right? So and that you're, so you first you're one of many before you could ever be the one. So the one. Yeah, yeah okay. See, the only one.
1: I've I've never seen The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I know Jimmy Kimmel's a big fan because he talks about it a lot on his show, and he's told it to me. Honestly, because I've not seen it, it seems a bit obscene.
2: Sure. one hundred percent
1: One girl or one guy is looking for a a choice of how many people are, are at the start? 30. 30. Yeah. And can she? It can he or she do anything if she feels? If he or she feels inclined, can they be like, right? We're closing the door. Good night. I'm gonna not, give this a test uh, the drive. The perception
2: of that, yes, but in reality, you are filming a show, so there's obligations as the as the lead or the bachelor to fulfill. To not do that,
1: like, is your is is your contract that you sign huge it's long? Yeah. Where it's like.
2: You can't talk about any of this. You yeah. can't do this. You can't do that. They're restricted. It. It's, it's kind of like uh, what they have. People always ask, is it's scripted? And it's not at all, at all scripted. But it's staged. So, yeah. you know, it's, they give you rooms to play in. So it's kind of like, you know, hey, we have to stay in this room. Yep. You can do whatever you want in this room. <laughs> okay. You know, so there's boundaries of the things you can do.
0: Um and, Let's take it yeah. right, right back. So you started on the Bachelorette, Correct. right? Yeah. What is the audition process to get on the Bachelorette? What age are you at this point? How old? I was, I was, I was older
2: for the for mm-hmm. what they did. T- I was, in, I was older third. than
1: you are now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Benjamin no, but, Button. Uh, I was thirty-three. Okay.
0: And you. They just held a, an open edition, or you knew a friend. My and...
2: friend's wife signed me up. Okay. Without me knowing, and then I got a brilliant. Call, uh, I got a call. I was in San Francisco for work, and I got a call, and they were like, "Hey, this is so and so from ABC, The Bachelor. Are you still interested?" And being on, I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, you know, and then they, and I think they were typically used to a reaction like that. It's like, oh, maybe, maybe your friend signed you up, but we're gonna. I was living in Chicago at the time, so and they will do casting visits. Their casting department will go to major cities, you know, like Chicago, and and do like a to meet locals. Right. So we'll be there in Chicago. We'd love to meet you. At the, at the time, I, my first reaction was, "There's no way I'm going to go on." But at that point in my life, I, I'd never been to LA. I didn't know anything about TV or entertainment. So my, I, I, I was like, "Sure." I thought it would be fun to just kind of go through the process just to see what that was sure. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fully expecting uh, to, 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 you know, to either yeah. not get casted or decline if they if they asked. And mm-hmm. then, so you're on that TV show. Yeah. And you did really well on it, right?
0: That's <laughs> well, how you ask. But yeah. yeah
2: I, I was a focal point of the season. Yeah. So then you get asked back to another Bachelorette. Well, then I was involved in that in world. And as, you know, just like actors might date actors. And it's a… It, it's a it's a traumatic experience that you yeah. go through, and so they have new seasons, and I became friends with a girl who was on the next season. Right. They casted her as the Bachelorette, and we had this bond or connection, and uh-huh. they found out about it, and I, I had a crush on her at the time, and, and they so they, they, they gave me the opportunity, if I wanted, to pursue her on the, on the show, and I, I said yes. So now you're living in LA? At, by this point, and after that experience,
1: I moved to LA.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: And <clears throat> the bachelor and the bachelorette includes this flower giving, a rose, yeah, rose giving, yeah. so, flower giving, yeah. and that means that means you've been selected for the next yeah, round. It's, right?
2: uh, yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. It's um, but each week there's one less rose. Not well, it depends. It you know, good any given week. One might go home, two, three, just depends on, you know, the producers will decide, you know, it depends on what's going on, how much. It really depends on what's going on. In the back of my mind, they're always thinking, you know, per episode, how is this going to fit? How do we want to air this? They're they're filming a show. Uh, And obviously, no secret. Obviously, it gets emotions are involved.
1: I mean, obviously, throughout the course of so many seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, clearly people have fallen in love. Clearly, people have broken up. There's been emotions. Involved in your time on those specific seasons, and also throughout the course of the show, has there been like really heightened emotions of like you know something potentially getting physical or some real serious stuff going
2: on? I wouldn't. Nothing physical. You're not allowed to do that, obviously. Well, you're not allowed. You get kicked off. Uh, I, in my alt time, I've you know, it's 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 arguing. The 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 con the fights if, mm. are, are arguments. There's never they've they've flirted with suggesting there might be a physical altercation, but doesn't happen. In my experience, it's never like really, before the ad break. They'd be like, "Oh, come back after the break." Yeah, but but it you know, just turns it's, into it's really like just petty arguing. very high school petty kind of arguing. We've never had an argument. On, on a feeling standpoint. There's there's real heartbreak and there's real tears. You know, times, right. You know.
0: Because, I mean, the, as you see I mean, the emotions must get
2: real yeah. and get really high. It's a social experiment. You guys ever mm. heard of the Stanford prison experiment? Sure. Yeah, yeah the prisoners yeah. in
1: the prison warden. It's that. Right, right.
2: Yeah. yeah. You're you're put into a very controlled environment. High stress. High stress, lack of sleep, you know, and not because it's not always deliberate. It's just, yeah. Time. Take, you know, you guys film movies. Like, sometimes you got yeah. to take time and hurry up and wait. Yeah you are kept in the dark a lot and you have a singular focus you know there's no distraction there's no phones no communication with your family or friends so then you become obsessed with whatever it is you're supposed to focus on and and then they give you validation through you know if if the lead likes you they will validate you obviously yeah. and uh, and uh, it's an environment based off withholding love you spend far more time away from the person than with them and so you get to, you you know, kind of like in high school when we're younger, yeah. we, uh, you know, like we don't get to spend the night with the people we like or you know, we have to ask our parents for permission. You know, it's a lot like that type of love. And yeah. so you, you romanticize. It's, it's a, a yeah. relationship built on the idea of things, not the reality of things. But clearly the producers
1: are manipulating that whole situation. So if they see a potential... You know, uh, kind of spark point between two girls or two guys or a little love triangle. They're going to lean into that. Were there times where you kind of resented what the producers were doing?
2: I, you know, I think sometimes the producers are a scapegoat um, for cast people. Go mm-hmm. on to kind of blame their decisions. You know, listen, they are producing a TV show, mm-hmm. and what what I describe them as, they're the friend who tells you to buy the boat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Practically speaking, if you go to a friend and says, "Hey, I'm thinking to buy a boat, what do you think?" A, a good friend, a pragmatic friend would be like, "Well, let's weigh the pros and cons And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun, but you know, how much can you really use it? It's a cost, right. a depreciation." And the one friend will be like, "You should totally buy the boat because all they're thinking about is having a friend with a boat. That' be go so much on fun. yeah and so the producers are that, you know they want you. They're not there to tell you what you shouldn't do. If you're thinking and feeling something, they're there to maximize how you express yourself in any given moment. They're not there to offer, you know, uh, kind of a alternative point of view, or, or you know, it's it, they want you to maximize your emotions. So at the end of the day, you're in charge of your own emotions. They're, they don't make you do anything, you know. So, but as you say,
0: you're in this environment in the same way that a lot of lead actors and lead actresses fall in love in a movie because, you know, you're there pretending you're in love or and it becomes, as you say, it's just one focus. You're all in this world together. So if you don't mind me asking, and maybe you don't want to talk about this because I know you're in a relationship and all that, but you did fall in love. (laughs) I felt real feelings.
2: Uh -uh. uh, I felt like what felt like real feelings. Because you asked someone to marry you, right? Uh, I only proposed when I was The Bachelor. When but you were The Bachelor? I mean, the first season, I probably would have if she didn't broke up break up with me beforehand. And the second season, the same. But both of which rejected me right before the actual proposal. <sighs>
1: oh, God. Yeah. That's dramatic. Okay. I'm going to go back and watch that. We're used to re- rejection, though, aren't we, as actors? I genuinely yeah. think I am quite good with rejection, and I do think it's because of the job that we do. Yeah. Well, you've had a lot of it over <laughs> I've had a lot of rejections over the
2: years. I, I came from a sales background, same thing. I just yeah. think,
1: you know, if you do it for a living where someone... You've talked about this before in terms of if you want to be an actor and someone doesn't like what you do, they're specifically saying, I don't like you. Yeah. I am not interested in what you are bringing to the table. Or more
2: related to love, it's not so much I don't like you because in relationships in life, it's more, I just like them better. Oh, yeah. Which is almost worse. Yeah. You know, it's like you're good, but they're better. And that's a prior assume, you know. Well, that's, I mean, that's the same in acting. That's, that's what you go, I mean. Yeah. You know, and, and you were all
1: right in the audition. You might nail it, but like, mm-hmm. this person's Vigo, better. You know, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. It, yeah.
0: sometimes your agent's terrible for that kind of thing huh? oh, when God. they go like that. They absolutely oh, loved yeah. you. They thought you're fantastic. But they
2: loved mm-hmm. him just a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, that doesn't. You help. feel helpless right there. <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah, right? <laughs> a little yeah. Because you're nothing to work on.
1: Yeah. But it does make you much more resilient in the you know, just civilian life that you're walking around to try something, to be like, you know, would you like to go for dinner? And you think, well, the worst that can happen here is they can say no. And because you get told no so many times in your professional life, you just they just go, No, and you go, all right, great. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> what about your friend? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, see you later. <laughs> Billy and Dom eat the world. Well tell us what we've got here, Nick, or have we already talked about it? Uh, no, we really? haven't.
0: And uh, we're definitely running. And, and where, does this, right? yeah, we're good to, where does this where uh, does this originate piano... from?
2: Uh, it's a okay. family recipe from my dad's side of the family.
1: Well So, this that's gone
2: nationwide <laughs> has come specifically I from your family? I, I don't know. I, I'm quite certain my family didn't create it. But do you um, know if it came from I'm, a certain
1: region of the United States I, I of I don't, America? No, no. But I Let's do know as far as,
2: as far as it relates to my knowledge of it, it was my dad's side of the family. It's a snack my dad. Hello, liked, Nick's he dad. Learned, he learned from his father. Well, I. I Ah uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, according to um, according to Johnny Clues here, who you'll see on your right, there, there he Nick, is. There he is, right there. Thank you. And uh, John will often get things wrong. Thank
1: you very can I, can much, John. I? Can we buy it? Oh
0: shit! You see? You see? Oh, no! Right, look
1: at this! Look at that! <laughs> Johnny Clueless. <laughs> I can't believe oh, it. Oh, looks... no, you're going to smell a pickle. You said that looked fantastic All today, of as your well. it? moleskin trousers. Oh, oh,
0: nice. I can't believe that Johnny Clues rubbed his pickle on my trousers.
1: That's a disgrace. No, no, Nick, no, no, no. you've already started it. Good. Yeah, oh, Nick, you've I got to wait. I
2: want to make sure he. Nick, you've got right. to hold
1: your horses. John, John, English according to, to
0: Johnny, Johnny Clues, who just absolutely oh, destroyed my, my trousers with those his trousers. pickle. He's ruined them. Um, You'll have to get those dry cleaned. He says.
1: <laughs> he said it
0: originated during the Great Depression. That makes sense. There'll be another Great Depression because of my trousers because I love them.
1: Yeah, it's a shame that they call it the Great Depression. Yeah, it's it should be awful. the awful yeah, the depression. depression.
0: Americans were cutting corners any way they could, of course and they were. pickles and peanut butter were cheap and plentiful at the grocery store. The sandwiches, including some for. Peanut butter and mayonnaise, what? Well, found themselves at lunch counters in school lunches and depression era cookbooks. However, today, mention the words peanut butter and pickled slices in the same sentence, you'll probably hear a
1: proclamation of disgust. Give us a quick proclamation of disgust.
2: <laughs> there
1: you go. Great, great example. Now, is this something you've known since you were a little kid? Yeah. And is this like a uh, comfort food for you? Do you eat it when you maybe are
2: hungover? Do you eat it when you're watching a movie? What is this? A- as a kid, it was just a regular snack I enjoyed, and mm. as an adult, it'll be something that I'd be like. Usually, what will happen is it'll be something you know if I get a new girlfriend or 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 a friend, or and I and we'll be talking like something version like, us, of, like some friends. version of this. Yeah, and yeah. Like you gotta try it, and then I'll remind myself how much I like it, and it's a good snack to have. In would Jeff have a, a bait of this or not? Jeff will eat anything that I let him. Oh. Yeah.
1: In the country, the good old uncle, U.S. of stateside, do you think um, a lot of people know this or is this kind of a strange sandwich for people even from Rarely, the states?
2: Most people are surprised but once in a while I'll uh, encounter someone who will also vouch for it. I almost had a billy.
1: You almost, you almost did
2: a billy Boyd yeah, right.
1: there. I'm going to give mine a, I'm gonna give mine a bite. <sighs> Johnny's already getting She's stuck in. John's I, loving it. I tend to put John's more peanut butter on it. John's loving it by the
2: it. look of a I tend to put more peanut butter on it. There but. should be more peanut
0: butter, apparently. Hold on. John's okay. coming with more. Right, hold, I'm going to wait and get it the way that you like it, Nick, because oh. we don't want to get it the wrong way. What? I'm liking
1: it. Right, no, hold on. Not,
2: good, but, Stick but, a bit on there, so would put you, John? a little John? bit more peanut butter. I'm,
1: I'm... Yeah, slather a bit of peanut butter all, okay. over sandwich, Come on, uh, yeah. all over his sandwich, yeah. all over his trousers, but John. Well, it's too Why late. Not?
2: The pants yeah. have gone,
0: John. Like there you go. Look at that. You no. look like a thing. You look like a... What do you call hold those guys? Idiot? <laughs> oh. The like guy's music. up been put the thing on the wall. What you, what's oh, that? Yeah. A plasterer? Oh, a plasterer.
1: Peter and Labourer. Right, here we go, now I would have... You'd think the combination of pickles and peanut butter don't go well, but they're both salty, aren't they? So the salt, it kind of well, marries peanut, together. Peanut butter has a bit of sweetness he to like. it. He didn't, initially didn't like it. Primarily doesn't like it. Generally doesn't like it. I don't think doesn't I like, like it. Doesn't like it. I like it. Really?
0: You're, you're what, yeah. It feels... It, it tastes like something you go, it's all right, remove the pickle, it'll be better. No, I actually quite like
1: it. Wait a minute. I would say a great hangover cure. Because suppose if you're hungover, drinking pickle juice is a good idea.
2: I've heard So that.
1: eating pickles with peanut butter, which is also good for a hangover, would be good. How's bread for a hangover? No, I don't think great. Right, so that's two out of three. Initially, we well, like that meatloaf
2: song, right? Two out <laughs> three, three, two well, it ain't three, bad, is <laughs> it? <laughs> is it getting better? No, it's getting it's better it's getting all the time.
0: Like the Beatles. Song. No, that's that.
2: Oh yeah, that's the Beatles. I was
1: going. To, I was doing you too there. Oh, do you feel the same? Um, that is getting you, better. Initially, you you had suggested uh, banana and mayonnaise
2: sandwiches. Was that not that you? Was definitely not me. Uh, I, that I don't. Came, I'm not a fan of. It bananas. came from a. neither came, mayonnaise nor bananas.
1: John's telling us that it came from a ceiling fan. Is that right? Came from a so a ceiling fan. Oh, a, a fan. Sorry, a fan sent us in banana and mayonnaise sandwiches. And we'll I said, We'll try that another time. No, I said, That, that sounds like my nightmare. I were, if I were French, mon non. Would you let
0: someone peel your banana?
2: I, I don't I wouldn't. I don't like bananas. All right. I will put bananas in smoothies because right. I can't taste it because they are healthy. Do you freeze
0: for you. it? Do you freeze it first? Mm-hmm. No. Well, I freeze your banana <clears throat> before you have it in a smoothie. Then you no. get a cold smoothie. Oh yeah, not
2: at least put ice in it because I'd rather have a fresh. Well, I don't fruit. like no, to dilute no. my smoothies.
0: Th- it was a, it was a, a bodybuilder, a woman bodybuilder who told me, and she says that is a secret.
1: Was it okay. fat whipped Whitbread? No. Okay. Do you have any strange things with food like I have? Don't touch my eggs. Don't touch my beans. Don't touch my bread. You have? Don't touch my fruit. I'll tell you something a little strange about about you because you cook for me quite a bit. Hmm. You tend to be quite sparing with seasoning. No. You are.
0: I am not. <laughs> you so ask you, my wife. She goes crazy oh about really? this. Oh, when I'm at
1: your house, you'll bring a wonderful mashed potato, some vegetables, a piece of fish, and I'll always say, have you got any salt and pepper? And then you'll run off and go, oh, yeah, salt and pepper. It's like you bring it without anything. Oh, my wife
0: would, would disagree with you there, Tom. Sorry, And do you know what my wife really hates? Whenever I salt anything, I throw the salt over my left shoulder. Mm-hmm. For the devil. For the devil, because he's at your shoulder, Nick. He's at your shoulder at all times. And he doesn't mm-hmm. like salt in his eye. There's one thing the devil doesn't like, salt in his eye. Well, so supposedly... Always the- over your left shoulder. But my wife hates that because, obviously, it lands on the floor.
1: Well, no, supposedly the, the major, um, f- like, formative structure of a devil is similar to a slug. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And as we know, slugs respond to salt very badly. You'll kill a slug if you put salt on a slug. See if
0: a slug's have it sucking your blood. No, that's a leech. Uh,
1: Leech. If there's a leech on your neck, a little bit of salt. There's a a difference between a slug and a leech. Oh, there's a massive difference. A completely different animal. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But a slug will eat all of your garden vegetables or your fruits and stuff. So my dad every so often will leave little sources of beer around the garden and slugs love beer but they're complete alcoholics so they'll drink so much beer that it will kill them so you'll see a whole bunch of um, dead slugs the next day which is not the worst way to die they basically got drunk and then died and then died from drinking too much like Richard Burton
0: (laughs) did he die in your dad's garden?
1: yeah he did Eating my dad's vegetables.
0: This is good. Um, no, I I am, I'm starting to like, wait, on like. Us, it more, take, it, uh, it takes a little getting tell, used tell to... Tell us about something
1: strange about the way that you eat. I'm trying
0: to think, Tom, but I can't think of anything that I... Um, I don't, like... I don't mind people bringing me a fruit bowl. In fact, I'd I'd probably thank them if someone, they brought me a, a
2: nice uh, bowl of fruit. Is if there, somebody I made me I would have toast? to try not to be rude. Yeah. You'd you say, oh, I'll, my, I'll eat that later or something. Because <laughs> my... My natural reaction would be like, oh, oh, my wow.
0: God. How dare you bring me a cherry? I
2: would, I would, my innards would be offended. And yeah. And I'd then if to.
0: somebody touched your bread, if somebody said to you, look, I've made your perfect sandwich. Marmite, English cheese,
1: rocket. All I can think. I'm the, not finished yet. Oh, go on, go on. Salt and vinegar,
0: Chris. Yeah. There's one thing Miss English butter. Of... English butter.
1: Yeah. Um, that was it. No. Are you sure? Yeah. What else? um <laughs> <laughs> you've done the crisp rocket cheese butter uh, oh, that's it I, no slice of green apple slice of green apple slice of green apple you no, would say them no thank I, you no i'd probably say fa- i wouldn't say no thank the you I'd cheese and the apple i can't oh cheese and apples fantastic this <laughs> cheddar and a bite of an apple and then maturing this cheddar that is a great flavor combination isn't it I just said she, it. It's <laughs> your English cheddar. He, he too and an bite involved. of apple. I was just getting my pickle in my mouth there. I just beg your pardon. You were the first person to tell me in New Zealand of a strange flavor combination which goes really well uh together. Strawberries and balsamic vinegar. You told Delicious. me. Delicious. You just dipped the strawberries it, you know. in balsamic vinegar. I can see that. Um uh no, if I think it me. must enhance the flavor of the strawberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Brings out the, the sweetness of it. If, if someone brought me a sandwich, I would, of course, say thank you. But I would be constantly, I would be fixated on how much they've touched the bread in moving it around and fashioning all the things on top of it. I'm all right with my mum or my dad making a sandwich or my
2: brother. You're right, because people get handsy with bread yeah, if they handsy. make you a sandwich. Mm. So it's like they almost forget that. That could be a new thing for you, Nick, yeah.
0: that you won't be able to have a sandwich now.
1: Is there not something that everyone else likes and you're just like, no, nah, I'm not into it?
0: I don't like cinnamon.
1: Yeah, you don't like cinnamon, do you? you no,
0: no. I don't. I used to. I used to really hate cinnamon. I, as a kid, I you would <sighs> snack. We would make is toast, butter, and cinnamon. Well, that's where it started, Nick. Yeah. Uh, Probably the Great at Depression. Nick's house. No, somebody else's house. We were on our way to a fun fair, like you know Six Flags or something, and they made that in in America, and they made me toast and butter and cinnamon, and I ate it. And then I went on a big zipper, and I was sick to my stomach. Now, mm. so a, I, well, that, I think I
2: always, I always thought it's of that. It's Pavlovian.
0: It's Pavlovian. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a, it's an unfortunate coincidence yeah. that you went yeah. on that ride. Yeah. But I'm starting to
0: get, I'm starting to get back onto cinnamon. But I still, I wouldn't thank you for it. John's
1: saying, would might work on pickles and peanut butter on? not sandwich. not with peanut butter i wouldn't think I don't Is it, think that combination Pickle would be and, great. and and cheese marmite's very savoury and you need something a bit more in the savoury world oh, it's a burp. we should give it some scores nick we score these things in three separate categories okay taste aesthetics looks the look of it usefulness You can choose whatever that word means. I think it was score high
2: in two of the three. Uh, It's actually
0: the same scoring they use on the Bachelor. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So looks. It's out of
1: ten. No taste. Taste. I mean.
2: Yeah, taste. Taste. Go on, Are you you're our guest. You well, us us our to, well I, I mean, listen, it's, uh, you it's can a, it's use a ten point. For me.
1: It's a <gasps> ten out of ten. There's not that many things that have had a perfect ten. There's now. only two things that have had a perfect ten, and only from Dom mm. Marmite. Well, and I
2: mean, I, I'm 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 biased. This is like my you childhood favorite snack.
1: Wow, mine's Moams, and we'll have Moams on <laughs> on another episode.
2: Moams, now, Moams. I mean, you did a fantastic job, and I thank you. Johnny Clinton. Johnny for making this. You know, we're, we're in a studio and he had to use a, 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 a an oven, but yeah. it's not very fresh efficient. off the toaster. I also like it on an English muffin. Oh, gosh. As the toast base. Have and you had a peanut- crumpet? I haven't, I haven't.
1: Or a pikelet?
2: I have not. Have you had a pikelet?
1: No, I enjoyed a tart. But ranch. if you have a
2: really hot piece of toast and a lot of gooey melted peanut butter and a pickle. Well, you should try a crumpet. That's when it's a real 10. A crumpet is basically a pieclet with a big
1: fat ass, and a pikelet is like a... Are we talking like a, about food still? Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a condensed pancake, isn't it? A pikelet I don't know what a you is. You know what a crumpet is, right? I know what a crumpet so is. So imagine a crumpet with the top three inches cut off, so you've basically just got the base. That's a pikelet Oh, I've never had a pikelet Sounds pie-clet's light. Pie-clet's are good. They might be just a northern thing, but a crumpet... With peanut butter and a, and a pickle. Oh, that'd be good lovely. Yeah, be good. I enjoy yeah. it. I crump
0: because it, it all melts in. Oh, That's lovely yeah. that I'm getting more and more used to this. Well, and I'm, let's, I'm let's down to my last my last bite and it's the perfect
1: bite. <laughs> Nick's it giving it ten. How much are you gonna give it out of ten, William I, Boyd? I'm only giving it six point four. That's fine. I mean, hey, you started at a two. Exactly. I'm oh. gonna give it I'm gonna give it a seven point three out of ten. Well done, John. Aesthetics. How does it look? How does it oh. look to you, Nick?
2: Well, again, I'm it's fam- not the ball I'm, f- I'm familiar. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. not the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I think no. that's what makes it so flavorful is because it, it 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 presents as potentially harmful to you. It's a sneaky mm-hmm. sneaky delicious snack. Yeah, I mean, so, pickles, you know, it's a pretty talk, three or a four yeah. in terms of looks. A three or a four. So do you want to give it a three point five? Yeah, I'll give it a three point five.
0: Mm. I think it's not ugly, Dom. I'm going to give it a six point nine.
1: I'll give it a six point
0: five. Well,
1: oh, lovely, 10. lovely. It's not terrible, but it's, it's it's bread and peanut butter and pickles. I mean, it's not it's not now, changing the world, is it? Usefulness. Useful. Now,
0: sometimes we have things on here that are very useful. You can put it in a
2: pie. You can make ice cream from it. You can, you
1: know what I mean? You can travel with it. You can bring it to a party. We
2: we learned that this was invented during the great depression when- When people didn't have much. People literally needed. We
0: have to, exactly. We have to find something. Hold on. Something fell. People really take to the acidic, vinegary taste of the pickles combined with the rich and subtle, combined. sweet and salty taste of the peanut butter. They also like the crunch of the pickles with the smooth, creamy, yeah, the creamy, The crunch peanut of the pickle butter. is a very See. satisfying moment. So, does that make it any more useful? Well, define useful because you say wow, useful you, to me. I, I think s- practical,
2: yeah, like, general. You, you know, you could, this is a good. This is a. You can eat this for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Good it's a point. snack. To be fair, you can. eat I've most also noticed, for breakfast lunch as today. someone who's e- eaten this my whole life, that if, most grocery stores will have their peanut butter and pickles next to each other. Well,
1: look like as if they're trying to send as if you a as if
2: this has been a thing for some time. Since Not everyone, but I noticed that, since I noticed this at at an early age, and now when I go to a new grocery store, I will see if they many grocery stores will put their peanut butter and their pickle selection not only in the same aisle, but quite literally next to, next to, each, each, to each other. To each other. Ne- so it's easy to shop for. To and be, To it, be fair… You can pack it for a plane.
1: Yeah, I was going to you know, say… You don't, you don't
2: need to like warm it up for it to be good. I mean, yeah, like if you made a sandwich, it's not going to be your best version of it. I was going to say, if you have kids playing, you know, a sports game or whatever,
1: and you're showing up late to pick them up and take them home or watch the second half, if you brought… Peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. Yeah. They're not going to spoil. They're pretty portable. And they're good for after a sports game. Yeah. And as Nick says, if you maybe get a new
0: friend and you're chatting to them, you're chatting about food, do you know any weird food? Yeah. Mm. Wait till
2: I tell you about my childhood, it's a, It's a great, it's an easy bet to win. Mm-hmm. It's a curiosity. Because He's, most people aren't familiar with it, will bet that they don't like it. Mm. And they normally do. I yeah. like that. And like, and it's a great way to like, yeah, and then and then you know, you it breaks they, the ice. I won't like, uh, yeah, it breaks a uh, good conversation a nice starter. Breaker. Yeah, and it's a great way to tell people, "I told you so." Yeah, I do
1: think most things can be eaten for breakfast, lunch. And it's very satisfying you know I mean? when
2: your girlfriend told you she would never like it, and it becomes her favorite snack. Oh. So it's useful in that. See,
0: I was thinking yeah, manipulation. <laughs> we we did a thing on this show once in Billy and Meet the World. We did jardinera. Do you know what that is? I
2: heard of it, but what is it? It's
0: already? like pickled um, uh, vegetables. Vegetables and jal- vegetable. oh, yeah, yeah. No, jalapenos. It's, it's like
2: a it's like a topping. Yeah, of some that oh, yeah. thing.
0: No, that if we had to do uh, that again uh, and we did useful, I would give that ten. It's because brilliant. I
1: use it in everything now. It's great in pasta, it's great in pizza, yeah. it's great in anything for breakfast. And You judge
2: usefulness by versatility. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I, just, I
1: see what you're saying, and I
0: like it breaks the ice. I like that it, it's a it's a conversation piece. I think
1: that makes it useful. So I'm going to go with 8.5. I just bought our friend Nigel a big jar of Jardinera. Very kind. For his sometimes. birthday. Yeah, I am a kind man. Because he never had it, and I was like, I'm sending it to you, you'll love it. And he does love it. I have it sometimes for breakfast. I just take a spoonful, right out, drain know. out the oil, <laughs> straight in my mouth. And then straight to the toilet, and it has a right good shit. Yeah, I do. I love this shit. Um, so, usefulness. I think there's thing I do think it's quite versatile, like you said, Nate. It's a good good choice of words. I'm going to give it, what did you give it? 8.5. Yeah, I'll give it an
0: 8.5.
2: Wow! That's not bad. What do I you think, think, Nick? I'm going to go with 9.5.
1: Jeezy wheezy. That's a high score. Well, yeah. you
2: can't use it in every food, but it has versatile, ver- a variety of benefits. In situ- situational benefits. And, it and does, it's not unhealthy for you, especially if you pick the right yeah, peanut it's butter. it's not unhealthy. I don't know how healthy, but it's not unhealthy. There are worse… And it's it's a savory snack, you know, yeah. like a dessert. Yeah. You, you, if you pick peanut butter. If you're, trying to, if you're butter, trying to stay away from like sweets and candy, <clears throat> but you still liked a good dessert or something. Yeah. That's almost one? Yeah. It's like you would still get that kind of satisfaction
1: of like, mm. I think you have to be mindful of what peanut butter you use, because some peanut all butter right. is absolutely awful for you. Is it? Yeah, it's full of hydrogenated fat and
0: I thought they were all just like a hundred percent. No, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> Nick you've brought us a fantastic song for us to uh, rate if it's funky or not. This is a song that I grew up with. Oh it's, wait a, a minute John. I what? was going to say something
0: about last week because remember we had <laughs> that, Ramstein. Ramstein was on last and I thought I, I thought it was the the band that won the Eurovision song contest. You remember thought was that? Box fizz. No, but I when found out off. one of our listeners wrote to us and told us who was the band that won the Eurovision Song Contest, and it was a Finnish band, and they were called. You'll never get it.
1: You won't know. So that great story, Bill's. I was
0: hoping Johnny was going to come. Great, in Great, with... great story there. One of our, one of our, one of our listeners told us who the band was that I thought it was last week. <laughs>
1: Ramstein. I don't know.
2: You no, didn't he doesn't know. Oh
1: God! Both as bad as each other. Do. <laughs> Do I, don't,
0: I, I don't know how you managed to get through this with either.
1: us two. Do hast me? We did Ramstein last week. Do you know Ramstein? Pretty sure they're a German band. Yeah. And yeah. Was...
0: I, anyway, it's, we're getting too deep into the, into the rabbit hole here. Well,
1: you told a story that had no ending. Well, I had half an ending. All right. So we do. We ask our guests each week to pick a song that they think is funky. You must have grown up with this song the same way that I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was eight or nine when it came out and it was my favorite song
2: on the planet yeah for that summer it it reminds me of my father Uh uh-huh and my father would often he had like a saturday morning tradition of peanut butter and pickles blasting Mm. his favorite tunes and i would like wake up to this and, and so it's kind of nostalgic for me and then and then when i learned about the origin of the songs i thought it was even cooler And also a band that has had some incredible songs over the years, and we'll talk about that in a sec,
1: but should we listen to the song first? Let's listen. Here we go. Lordy. All right, cut. Look at them yo-yos. That's the way you do it hey, what's he doing with his guitar there? He's got some sort of flange on it. <laughs> He's got a flange on not he? The reason why I say flange specifically there is you know that word flange is attributed to John Lennon? Is it? George Martin had explained a little effect that they'd put on the guitar, and George Martin said, ah, it's kind of a little bit of this and a little bit of that with the little flange, and John, John Lennon said, what? Flange? And he went, yeah, flange, it's, so, it's this kind of thing that we call it. So from then on over the years in recording... John would say, put a bit of flange on that guitar, and flange became the word for the thing, but it was kind of just a nickname for it, John Lennon. But what are they doing with the guitar? There's a lot going
0: on with the guitar there. The thing with uh, Knopfler was he, he never used a pick, did he? He was all just fingers. Right. He was all fingers. He, he was thumbs. really, he was all fingers and thumbs. Yeah. He, was, he was a
1: very good kind of picker. So it sounds like he's doing a big
0: kind of. Wow. Mm.
1: Diet Straits, amazing band. It's the first How album I ever name? bought in my life. I don't know.
0: I have absolutely no idea. No. But I do remember the name. Of what? Of the band who won the Eurovision Song Contest. Box Fizz. Lordy.
1: Oh, Lordy, Lordy.
0: One of our listeners wrote in and says, the band who won the Eurovision Song Contest that I was trying to find the name of
1: last week were called Lordy. Lordy Miss Claudie. There you go. First, First album I ever bought in my life, Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits which includes this song and also Walk of Life and the song Brothers in Arms which is incredible
2: they're a great band
1: yeah they're amazing Romeo and Juliet remember that song they do a kind of a modern New York version of Romeo and Juliet Sultan's a swing it's
0: pretty funky (sighs) here's the thing I don't like about Dire Straits though they always make me think of like a pub band because pub bands always play a lot of Dire Straits so then I think Dire Straits are a kind of pub band yeah, they're not
2: really. are no, they? they're not. They're quite, quite sophisticated. What was downstairs? the first record you bought? Nick? Bought or
0: owned? Like as a like bought. But actually <sighs> took the money. Took the money. So Maybe you t- are you too young to you have got the money and went down and bought a record. Well, there are f- CDs.
2: CDs. Oh, then.
1: I was buying records. We we're a lot older than you, Nick. Yeah. It's a shame. But well,
2: I, a- I my first I had a cassette was gifted to me before mm-hmm. I was could afford it. Yeah, it, this is an embarrassing answer. No, I love so. it. <clears throat> it. Was the soundtrack to Biodome Biodome well, with Polly Shore and it's, it's a movie it's a, yeah it's a bad movie a mm. Poly Shore soundtrack that's brilliant mm. I, it's an embarrassing who did the soundtrack do you know well it's a you know a variety of songs oh, yeah, you know, I've never been that musically intelligent and so I would buy like I would watch a movie and, and like it like this music that if I liked the movie you know I saw this movie when I was like a teenager I was a big Polly Shore fan back in his heyday Polly Shore and um, who, who's the Baldwin Stephen Baldwin Stephen one of the
0: which Baldwins. was Sean Astin in it
2: he was in a lot of no, those movies wasn't he Man. he was in Encino Man well, first of all the, yeah which, which we, was we, called
0: we, California Man in the UK yeah, because no nobody what knew what Encino, is. Encino was
2: that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know it. in the, Like, hmm. I was a kid from Wisconsin, so yeah. it, it might as well have, Dom. It could have been any.
0: Yeah, here's my hand. Yeah, yeah. Where, if my hand was the United States of America, do the, do the right. Do you think do that's do the, better? Yeah, yeah. Because
1: then you've got the no. Pan no. handle. No. Wait a
0: minute. There, yeah. no, I can't do it. I don't know how I did it. You did it last time. How did it get America? Oh, there. Yeah, there you go. So there's Florida. Yeah. California. Ish, New York. Yeah. Canada. Mexico. Where? is Wisconsin don't give them any clues Nick Wisconsin I'm gonna guess
1: oh god it's point t- to tensions, the point 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 to the point me. I'm gonna I'm gonna point. guess point. there no But wait, wait, where would it go
2: it's a little up to the right uh, up into the yeah. right yeah right yeah there. it's the cheese state is that right yeah. cheese heads That's do you quite- eat a lot
1: of cheese there or you make cheese there
2: is that what it is yeah, right there
1: yeah, do you make cheese in the the concept? east is more condensed
0: than the west. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of states up there. Yeah, why, there's not what, many states
1: here, and there's no, hardly any over there. But why are you called the cheese state?
2: Well, it used to be. Now California is, and has been for 30 years. But they used to, they still do, but used to produce the most amount of dairy, dairy farms. It's known for dairy farms. Uh, okay, but California has been producing more dairy for the past 30, 40 years. Let's rate Dire
1: Straits money for nothing out of a level of
2: funk. So we do it out of a
1: level of Brahms, which is no funk, to Prince, which is high level of funk, and anything in between.
0: But funk doesn't have to... We're not talking that has to be funk, funk. Like traditional would funk. think traditional like, uh, funk. It just is it funky to me. Yeah, Does it make funky? me feel like, yeah, that was funky? Um... See, because of the, the You the, don't the, like Downstreet. Well, no, I don't can't see... See all the ones you mentioned, Romeo and Juliet, Songs of Swing, Swing. I love Brothers all in that. Arms. But I would never I wouldn't put an album on. And, and it's, in because, arms are great, it's because of it. the pub thing. Oh yeah. You know? And and so because of that, I'm 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 gonna to have to go towards the classical. I'm gonna but people like to play it. So I'm gonna say. I'm going to say middle of the road, you two.
1: Okay. Okay. Not that funky, but it's so not you two when they're, yeah, yeah or not you not two Euro when they're like, whoa. Right, right. But just like, you know, unforgettable fire. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Jermaine Jackson funk. Oh, Jim I found them quite funky. Quite funky. Like, you saying so. we don't have to take our clothes off. Was that? Is that? Oh, was that not Janet? No, that wasn't, it was a guy. unless Unless Janet would suddenly turn masculine. Do you remember we that song? Don't have we don't
0: have to take a clothes, clothes up
1: yeah. to <laughs> have a good time. time. Oh no, we did not dance and party, party all night. And what did they drink? And drink some cherry wine. Oh, ah. Uh-huh. Remember that song? Oh, oh, you do, yeah. cherry wine. What if somebody
0: brought disgusting. you cherry wine, though? Would you be like, mm, don't bring don't me the, the cherries. I know what cherry wine is. Nick, uh, hey, it's been great night. to have you. Brilliant. I've I've only had a couple of conversations with you over since we've got to know you, but I like I like how you look at the world. You've got a good sort. Thanks. I like things like the you notice that the peanut butter and the pickle are next to each other yeah. in the store.
1: I yeah. like that kind of mindscape, and I like that you like your new dog. I like. I was just about to say I like your ongoing, evolving, beautiful, close relationship with your doggy wug. And if you want to do an animal communication class, oh like yeah, let me know.
2: Do I still smell good?
0: Oh, I don't man. know. I haven't smelled you. Hold give on. Give him a
1: sniff. Go on. Headphones. Hang on. Wait, we're waiting. Baited breath. Baited breath. Did he smell a pickle? I can confirm you still smell good. Oh, and do welcome. you know what?
0: When I was on my way here today, I noticed my cologne and I thought I might spray a little bit on because Nick's coming in today. Yeah,
1: give it a little spray. But I forgot. Okay. Because usually you smell a dog dirt. I don't smell too good mm. natural. You usually smell a dog dirt. You
2: smell great though. I, I think you have, a, you have a neutral smell.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't smell of anything. I'm like the guy in perfume. Nick, it's been great having you and we'll see you around. We both share the same yeah, podcast wonderful. studio yeah. so we'll see you around. Great to see you, mate. Amazing. Thanks for coming on. Guys, if you want to get in touch with us you can do that at, uh, the friendship at castmedia.com. That's cast with a K and before we go we should let you know that the holiday merch is still <gasps> available and the best thing that we've sold so far that I like is the red holiday Christmas hoodie. It's cosy. It looks great. It's almost kind of Manchester United red fantastic
0: we'll get you one Nick it's yeah, we'll free get you one, it's free <laughs> we're going to give you one for free but you can only get it for uh, like another day so if you want to get any of the holiday merch get it now friendshipbillionpodcast.com friendshipbillionpodcast.com leave- <laughs> friendship <laughs> and if you want to leave us a message please do tell us what you want to see or hear on the show or any info and you can leave that at speakpipe.com forward slash the friendship onion see you next week bye bye